0: You got the, 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 the show Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show This is Rutledge and Hamilton With Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton Presented by Coors Light On 100.5 ESPN
1: What, did, what was the word that you just used to describe Jordan Love?
0: Uh, nah, but yeah, that's a sexy pass Yeah,
1: that was pretty freaking good That was pretty hot cool. I don't
0: know I, I would say I would agree with Kurt Benkert and Molly Brown's a- analysis pretty hot That's hot That's super hot <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio. With Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge.
1: Chris Orr, back in the building. In the flesh. In the flesh, Chris Orr, Molly Brown stepping in for Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, who are always on vacation.
2: Always.
1: I think yeah. I've seen you more now in the last mm, two months than I probably have in what, How long have you been at Madison? Like at at Madison?
2: I don't know, a year. A year? Two? Yeah. No. Yeah. Less than a year? A little less. No, a year.
1: Crazy. I I've seen know. you so much because <laughs> Jim and Matt are just always on vacation. Ryan Wolersheim behind. Glass. Hello. We are Ooh, is that your best Matt Hamilton?
3: Oh, yeah, I mean, he's not on the show anymore these days. Somebody's got to fill in for him, right? I there mean, Chris go. Chris does a great job, but he can't, you know, he's not ready for the same if you if mountains are blue. You, you know, know what, what to do. do. Oh. oh, maybe Chris oh. does know. Look at, he's been right, here that right. much. Oh. Chris Chris got it.
1: Do you guys have a Matt Hamilton impression? Nah. Oh, I thought that was it right there. So that was pretty good. <laughs> so Honestly, I, like,
3: nah. I thought that was that was the best one I have heard in a
2: while. <laughs> <laughs> nah, is he still modeling? What's he doing?
1: Uh, he is still modeling. Um, this week, I believe he is golfing mm. with his curling buddies.
3: Mm. Team bonding, not you might modeling. say, I guess. Team yeah. <laughs> bonding?
2: Yeah, maybe that's what they're calling it. That's not the team bonding you need to do, man.
1: What do you do for team bonding? Team bonding? Yeah.
2: Not golf. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> no, nah, usually you just like... I don't know. You find some reason to kick it together. I guess that's a former team buddy.
1: You went fishing with all your former Badger buddies, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. We go fishing, fishing,
1: fishing up north. Go to somebody's Bondelec. house.
2: <laughs> nah, man. I forgot the name of the place already. But we was a little bit up north. It you, was, it was, it was up north.
1: You said you were an hour and a half north of Madison. Like Wasn't an that hour,
2: a- I mean, not of Madison. I mean, we probably were like an hour forty-five. Maybe two hours from Madison itself.
1: Again, that gets you to what?
2: But uh, like an hour 30 from where I live.
1: We got to figure out like a... You know like those maps that show you like the radius? We got to figure out like an hour 45 outside of Madison, northwise, <laughs> where that is on the map.
3: I mean, you could always just throw up the good old Wisconsin hand map. and You could just try it out that way,
2: right? Your hand so is backwards. Is this... <laughs> is this? Oh is this madison (laughs) that was michigan you were just holding
1: Uh, up yeah seriously
2: (laughs) or this has to be come on
1: um i think you got to go more to the right if you're watching the stream i hope this isn't backwards for you but uh
3: no it is the correct way
1: does that look about right
3: this madison for madison
1: i would say so oh that would be madison yeah right in the right in
3: the palm of your hand yeah right at the heel i
2: feel like we were like here right above this callus (laughs)
3: <laughs> right above that lump <laughs> is, that, is that a mountain? Is that Calus represent a mountain
1: in the middle of the state? Yeah, it's a little hilly up there
2: <laughs> I don't know I gotta remember, I'm gonna find out the name during the break Okay. I gotta remember, I can't remember Dang
1: Sounds good Well, there is football going on I feel like the last time that we did the show together There was not training camp happening Oh, yeah. maybe it was like the very beginning It yeah, might have been like the beginning. very first week, mm-hmm. I think But Green Bay Packers have had a couple joint practices. They had it with the Bengals last week. Then this Mm. week, they are with the New England Patriots. And Chris, when you came in, you said, I heard that the Packers were getting their ass kicked
2: by the Patriots. It was a rumor, though. It was just a rumor. I know somebody that went to their practice and said that the Patriots, they look good, defensively at least. Okay. Defensively at least. I don't know, though. That could be BS. He could just be a Packer hate.
1: Ryan, have you heard much from Packers training camp?
3: Um, I'll be honest, I have to corroborate most of what Pat, um, Chris's Packer hater friend might have been saying. It sounds like the uh, Patriots' defense was giving the Packers some struggles, at least mm. on offense today. Mm. Um, but yeah, otherwise I can't really defend the Packers with today's performance, according to Jason Willey, Rob Domofsky,
2: and others.
1: Mm. Well, when you guys watched the New England Patriots last year, did you think that they were a good defense? Like, I mean, Yeah,
2: for sure. They're, I mean, they're going to always have a good defense, I mm-hmm. feel like, to be honest. like. Bill Belichick and his son, Steve Belichick, right? I mean, they've revolutionized defensive play. You know, they do a lot of exotic things, different personnels, different fronts. They basically go through every type of front that you can can have, which is going to be great work for the Packers. Like, even if they are getting whooped in practice, they're a young team that's going to do nothing but get better, to be honest. And the way you get better is by facing against competition like the Patriots.
1: Yeah, and I mean... I don't know like I'm curious too with how much stock do you put into joint practices because Mm -hmm. we've talked to Jason Wilde earlier this week when he came on Religion Hamilton and he says that he's looking at these joint practices as the most valuable thing this week not even the preseason game on Saturday yeah that's valuable too but like these couple days with the Patriots are Mm -hmm. incredibly valuable where do you land on that?
2: Uh, I I can't do anything but agree because in the in the joint practices, you're going to show a little bit more. Even from a play calling standpoint, you're going to work on whatever install that you're in without, you know, tipping your hand too much just in case you play this team or whatever. But uh, you you face more of the starters, like the starters get more work in the joint practices than they do the preseason games because the, the games, the starters barely even play anyway. So you definitely put more stock into the joint practices than the games. Solely off the fact that you're going against the true ones, you're going against their true defensive play calls. It's kind of cliche to say in the game that you get vanilla. It's not necessarily vanilla. It's more so just the fact that we didn't game plan against this team to scheme them up to be in the most advantageous position on this down a distance and this position of the game, whatever the course is, course of the game plays out. But, yeah, that's, the joint practices are definitely more valuable.
1: So how much stock do you put into, I I think of this right away, we heard the little clip of me and Strofe talking about it yesterday, saying it was a hot pass, it was a sexy pass. Mm -hmm. Um, The throw that Jordan Love had to Christian Watson. Did you happen to see this on any social media? No, I haven't seen it. It was a pretty sweet throw. Like, I don't know how many yards it was, but it looked pretty freaking long. Mm -hmm. I mean, it could have been the angle of the video, but it was a great uh, (laughs) touchdown pass, right? Like, well, I don't want to, I mean it looked like a really long pass and like guys like Matt Hamilton, he's been clamoring for, I want a long ball. Like, I don't want to see just these little bit of dump offs. I want to see what the guy can do. Mm -hmm. And I feel like we actually saw it and I'll have to show you the video in a little bit, but Mm -hmm. like, how much stock do you put into that kind of throw? Are you just like, well, it's just training camp? like. Or do you nah. still have the mindset of, hey, that is a good defense. They're going up for really good right. def- against a really good defense, and mm-hmm. they're still making those throws?
2: No. Nah. I-, I think you put a-, a decent amount of stock into it. Um, I wouldn't say a crazy amount. I wouldn't say, like, oh, this is going to directly translate to the season or whatever because it is practice. Not necessarily, like, oh, it's just training camp, but you don't know necessarily what they might have been working in practice at that time, like. For instance, like, one-on-ones.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: One-on-ones oh, are solely for the off. Like, the offense should win every time in one-on-ones. Like, you're almost never in a situation defensively where it's like, I have absolutely no help. It's just me against this guy. Even if you run a cover zero with no safety help over top, what makes up for that is the pressure that you're bringing. So, like, you can put some stock into it just by saying, like, oh, the arm talent, I guess. You know, I don't know if it was 11. Was it 11 on 11? Do you know? Or what, do you just see the... The ball, like, flight, the flight of the ball. The video that
3: Molly's referencing wasn't 11-on-11, mm-hmm. period.
2: Well, it wasn't 11-on-11. So you put a little more in 11-on-11 just because, like, oh, it's a it mimics the play a little bit. Uh, I don't know about, like, the pressure that they might have had. Like, you don't necessarily blow a play dead. You kind of just let it play out in practice. So you definitely put some stock into it just because they're competing. You're competing against a good defense or whatever the case is. But I wouldn't say, like, oh, you just expect to see this in the game immediately. But – what it does do is give Jordan Love more and more confidence, and that confidence does translate as long as he keeps building it in the right way, to be honest.
1: So if he's your quarterback, Mm -hmm. and I kind of think about this as where, like I said, you have people like Matt Hamilton who are saying, like, he should be launching the ball downfield. I feel like crap about the guy, basically, like if he's not throwing it down the field because he can't do it otherwise. In my mind, I'm like, I would rather have you dump off those little throws, Mm -hmm. complete those, kind of like when you're playing, like, catch with a little kid how you're like okay let's start like two feet apart then let's go back to being Mm -hmm. five feet apart then we'll Mm -hmm. go 10 feet back like let's build your confidence so then you know you Mm -hmm. like you understand what i want from you all that like like if if you're on the team with jordan love Mm -hmm. are you wanting him to launch the ball down the field are you like and I think it's interesting as a defensive guy like Mm. are you looking at it like oh man I hope like he just launches it I hope he's like Aaron Rodgers I hope he does that or like are you like hey I just want him to like build his confidence get comfortable with his guys get comfortable being the starter that kind of thing
2: ooh I I would say so like in practice you gain the confidence you take those risks in practice like in practice I want to see him you know force the ball a little bit throw it into these windows just to build that confidence but then once you get to like a scrimmage type situation or whatever you want to see him go through the mechanics of taking the safe place sometimes but in practice you know there's no fault there's no fault to it you know if you throw an interception we're going to run the next play anyway we're going to go to the next period anyway so in practice that's how you gain the confidence to go out there and do it in a game so I would say like yeah you would want to see him push the ball a little bit you know downfield in practice but in a game If he's making these throws in practice and you're like, ah, it's a little dangerous, you don't want to necessarily see him take that shot unless he's done it over and over consistently in practice. So you need to see him do it in camp. You want to see him do it in camp if you're his teammate, if you're the coaching staff, whatever the case is, because that's how the confidence comes. But once you get to the games, like the preseason games, you don't want to see him force the ball downfield. You would rather see him take the safe option or whatever the case is as opposed to taking those shots, but definitely do it in practice. That's that's where the confidence comes from. Like, in when even, even for myself, you know, as a defensive player or whatever, you might take an opportunity to work a different pass rush move or play a different technique that you wouldn't necessarily do in the game just to work it to see if you can gain confidence on it. You know, you're going against a shifty back, whatever the case is. That's how you get the confidence is by trying to do those things that aren't comfortable, things that, that are a little risky, then when you get to the game and it's needed at a time, maybe it's 3rd and 15 or whatever, and we need him to force the ball, he has the confidence to do it because he's been doing it in practice for all year.
1: For sure. Uh, Ryan, I want to hear from Jason Wildy where he gave his opinion on joint practices having a very similar mindset to you. Mm.
0: The beauty of these practices and the reason why they are so valuable is because the, the rest of the league doesn't have the film access do these practices. So you can run your scheme. Uh, You can't hit the quarterback. He's still in the red protective jersey. But beyond that, you can do all the things that you would do in a real game so you can evaluate your players, so you can see what happens with your scheme, so you can see how effective your quarterback is against different looks or which plays work and which ones don't and which ones he likes and which ones he doesn't. It's incredibly valuable. And so I would argue that what we're going to see tomorrow and Thursday for Jordan Love is more valuable than what he'll do on Saturday against the Patriots in the game.
1: Like, if you're watching Jordan Love,
0: mm-hmm.
1: whether it's in the preseason game on Saturday or if it's in these couple of practices, what are you hoping he can see, though? Like, are you hoping to see those long balls? Are you hoping to see him be able to scramble? Are yeah. you hoping to see him be able to hand the ball off quickly? Yeah. I don't know what you're looking for.
2: I think you're just looking for efficiency. You're looking for efficiency and consistency, to be honest. Like, you want to see him take the starting offense and move the ball on on the Patriots defense, you know, however that is in whatever situations they might be working. You want to see him make the right decisions, maybe even take, take a shot downfield and with some nice ball placement, you know, whereas only his receiver can get to it. You want to see that, but... I would say you don't want to see him scrambling just because that means he doesn't have that much protection. Even though the uh, Patriots front seven is, you know, for years, that's, that's who they are. You know, they're going to bring a lot of pressure, exotic looks, all of that. They got Matthew Judon, who's an elite pass rusher, stuff like that. So you don't necessarily want to see him scrambling. You just want to see him be efficient, consistent, move the ball well against his defense, make some good throws. That's all you want to see, to be honest. You don't you don't want to see him get flustered. You want to see the poise come out, the confidence shine. That's it. And then when you get to the game, you know that you're not going to see some of those same things that you saw in the practices, just because you're probably not going to be calling those Mm -hmm. things, you know, because you're trying to protect them a little bit, you know, not necessarily about his confidence but you're trying to protect him from getting hit you know sometimes if it's like okay we want to push the ball down the field there's a little less people in protection or whatever the case is so you play it a little safer and everybody's going to have that actual film so you play it a little safer just with your play calling but you still show who you're going to be like that's the main thing that you can get away from these preseason games is who are the green bay packers going to be for this season i was telling alex on uh, the great dane huddle (laughs)
1: <laughs> your mic just oh, no.
2: did a three sixty on you or one eighty. <laughs> that uh, we're all fine here. No, thank you. You should you should have some confidence in, in Coach Lafleur because you saw a more diverse run game. You saw some QB run game. Like those are the things that the Green Bay Packers are going to need to do. And you show that in your preseason game. You show who who are we going to be as a team? Even though you're not showing all of your best plays or whatever, you're showing who you're going to be. And I, I would have some confidence.
1: So did you, as a Packer fan, you would have confidence, or you're just saying like as a fan? Yeah, in general? If, you're,
2: if you're a Packers fan, I would have some confidence in the Packers. I wouldn't expect why it's just going to look different.
1: What makes you think that you should have confidence in the Packers? My
2: confidence comes from Coach of the Floor.
1: How does your confidence come from Coach of the Floor? He's been hidden behind the Aaron Rodgers blanket true. for the last how many years? He's been in Green Bay three, true. four years.
2: True, because he's doing because he's doing what he needs to do. He's showing that we're going to run the ball. We're going to have some play action. We're going to even use Jordan Love's legs. He didn't. He didn't necessarily do it with him. He did it, I think, with uh, Sean Clifford. They had some quarterback design runs. So like stuff like that is what the Packers are going to need to do in order to be successful offensively. And that's what that's what he's showing. You don't have Aaron Rodgers anymore. I think you know in the years prior. I honestly think, I'm not going to say it like hindered him as a coach, but you kind of take, take your hand off the wheel a little bit when you have a Hall of Fame quarterback. You're like, I don't want to mess this dude up. I'm going to let him do what he's been doing. He's Especially been doing when it it's a quarterback like
1: Aaron Rodgers. Exactly.
2: Like, he's been successful for however many years. He's automatically in the Hall of Fame, arguably a first ballot, probably mm-hmm. first ballot. You know, so like, Stuff like that is going to make you call the game differently. Now he's in a situation where I have all these dudes with not much experience. I need to find a way to get them some confidence, make it a little easier on them. We need to run the ball efficiently, use Jordan Love's athleticism a little bit. That's what he showed, and I would have some confidence in that. Now the question is just going to be, is this going to work when we get to the regular season?
1: True. Uh, We will talk about if I have confidence as a Green Bay Packers fan. (laughs) We'll talk about if I have confidence in the Green Bay Packers, but somebody who I know has confidence in Canopy Wealth Management is Jim Rutledge, and we'll hear from him next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.
0: If you're looking for a financial advisor that can create a customized plan that matches your goals and dreams for retirement, then Canopy then Canopy Wealth Management is the advisor that I would recommend. At Canopy Wealth Management, they're going to take the time to find the plan that is right for you and your family. They're going to ask you about your retirement goals, and they're going to come up with a plan to get you to those retirement goals. And then as that goes along, they're going to make sure you're working that plan to get you to your retirement goals. If you want to reach your retirement goals, go to canopy-wealth.com today. That's canopy-wealth.com. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Rutledge Hamilton on 100.5 ESPN, brought to you by Carbon World Health.
1: Are
2: yeah, I don't know what eyelids are. What are eyelids? <laughs> the little piece of skin that covers your protects your eyes.
1: What else would you describe? That is not eyelid? what your
2: eyelids are. <laughs> how else would you describe eyelids? <laughs> little
3: piece of skin that covers your I mean, I think they're um, that's exactly what they are. I guess you know what, when you put it that way, yeah. I, I can't wish really I wish we like. had
2: uh, the two eyelids that like crocodiles have. What? Oh, where they come from the dope. sides yeah. horizontally. I think that's dope. Wait, what? They have like so There's a, another eyelid under the ones that just shut up and down that go horizontally.
1: Oh, it's like a cat, right?
2: Yeah, but it's like uh,
3: goggles. Yeah, they do it so like, when goggles. they're in the water, they <laughs> yeah. can still see through the water, but it can, like cover it protects their eyes at yeah. the same time. That they got, would like, be amazing goggles.
1: Because I wear contacts. Do either of you wear contacts ever? Oh no, God, no. I'm I couldn't do that. I don't know how
2: people wear contacts. If I needed, if I needed glasses or contacts, I would just wear glasses. <laughs> Same. Um, I can't. I can't do. The, I can't touch my no.
1: But glasses, glasses. You can't see everything because, like, right now, Ryan, our producer, is wearing glasses. If you see him on the stream, you should be able to see him on the stream. <laughs> I'm on the stream. But like you, you can't see peripherally clear. It's but, all blurry.
3: But then I just have to turn my head ever a little so bit. slightly. Yeah, and but why fun.
1: would you want to do that when like you could just like. Keep your eyes open and like my head, like everything is clear right here. But no, then well, if I'm wearing glasses, no. it's like everything back that's here why is fuzzy. so I
3: have this thing called the neck that is able to turn. And as long as I can do that, I can even turn like Batman and just move my shoulders. It's gonna work. I could li- I'll be fine. So you rather touch your eyeball?
1: I could literally take my contact out right now in front of you, and it would not faze me. No.
3: Wait, no. you've had con- you have contacts right now?
1: Yes, I've worn contacts since eighth grade. Glasses since no. I was in fourth grade. I've known no. you
3: for over a year. I had no idea you have contacts. Yeah, I didn't like I could literally I didn't just know, like know you wear contacts. Please don't <laughs> try to take those out right <laughs> now. I don't oh, yeah, think please I don't like. Do that.
2: Please don't do this. I,
1: I didn't know you didn't wear contacts, but it's not like I'm looking at your eyes, like you seeing get, if there's a ring. Yeah, you
2: gotta get close up on the eye to see the ring. Yeah,
1: exactly. But like, uh, no, I mean, I, yeah, I like I said, it, I could bro. literally just like shift it right now and show you.
2: No, I can't do it. That's I feel like that's so wild to me. I can't believe. To this day I can't believe people would put themselves through that. I just feel like it's such a hassle.
1: But you're you're not touching your eye.
2: I just feel like it's such a hassle. Like people get their eyelids, I mean their their contacts like <laughs> <laughs> they get their contacts like knocked out or like the contact <laughs> the what contact like tears.
1: I think you're thinking more like football. Like if you get tackled so hard that your contacts fly out. I mean, yeah,
2: but still like you you mess around fall asleep with your contacts in now your eyes hurt oh that's actually the worst. no
1: that's no, no, what no. i'm saying that's it, wild you don't get a head or i don't get a headache it just feels like there's peanut butter in your eyes oh my ah. god like that's what it feels like where you're just like oh See, but like, yeah i can't do it there's some that you can wear to sleep and stuff but mm. I, I kind of have more of a fear of like it might roll to the back of my eye i can't oh, do Jesus. it you remember oh
2: y'all remember when uh man i forgot how many years ago it was i think it was like 2012 or eleven or something like that when uh they came out with these contacts that were supposed to be like made for sports. Like you didn't necessarily even if you didn't need contacts and they were red.
1: Yeah. Oh red. yeah yeah yeah. Red. You could change
3: the iris colors yeah, so that they yeah. just looked like an absolute psycho on the
2: yeah, field. Yeah. Are you talking
1: about colored contacts?
2: No, nah, no, nah, nah, well yeah yes, I guess it was colored <laughs> contacts. But it wasn't just like color contacts. It was it was specifically made for sports. It, I'm was, it was it was it was I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Now, I remember when people used to wear color contacts. I remember. (laughs) People used to come in there with, like, a different color eyes, like, every other day. This was, like, when I was in, like, middle school or high school. And I used to be like, bro, you like a lizard. Yeah, them, (laughs) them, them. Yeah. Gross. I think they banned them in baseball because they were, like, helping people see the ball and stuff. What? Something crazy.
1: They give you x-ray vision? What?
2: I don't know. I don't know. But I know I could never do that. Like I couldn't do that. I don't I can't touch So my I, eyes, I bro.
3: did just do a little bit of googling myself back here and I'm finding that it's uh they have blue light apparently, which heightens contrast to sensitivity and visual acuity is recommended for baseball, softball, football during the oh. daytime, mm. skiing and water sports. So yeah, mm. I guess It is like a bit of a performance-enhancing contact lens, Mm. I guess. (laughs) Mm. I was gonna say (laughs) PECL. PECL. I mean, I don't know what's a better acronym for them.
1: Uh, Yeah, seriously. But I know that they make like blue light ones for, let's say, people like in our office. That when you're staring at your computer, that like it's supposed to like block out the blue light. I got blue light
2: glasses. Mm. I got blue light glasses. Do they
1: do do anything, or are they just for style?
2: No, they do. They they uh, block out the blue light.
1: Let me let me guess what style that you wear. Yes. You wear aviators, don't you?
2: Kind of. Now, really.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of. If I did have to wear glasses, I would definitely wear some, like some aviators. Like I can see that. Like the big old school. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. never mind. I, I was going to say a, never mind.
3: Oh wh- Ooh, no! Where what were you going to say? We
1: gonna go? Where are you going to go? No, I don't know if I should say.
3: It. <laughs> oh. Or you could just wear Harry Potter glasses like me, and then everyone just thinks you're a nerd who
2: reads all the time.
3: <laughs> okay. That was that was Tuesday's show. Does, by the way.
1: does Ryan look like he reads books? You
2: do, you do, <laughs> you do. I think I feel like glasses automatically people assume you're like super intelligent.
3: Oh, that was a thing for me in the office for a while. I, we had we've had multiple groups of interns come in, in through the <laughs> office in the past few months. At one point, when I first got hired full time, there was a full group of interns who all thought I was aged thirty plus. <laughs> I by the way, I turned twenty four last Monday. That's crazy. Uh, yeah, bro. everyone thought I was like this old man because I have glasses and glasses definitely do that. I guess because like. Everyone said I just act mature, whatever that means. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah. so, I've
1: yeah. heard stories about Ryan. I don't know if yeah. mature or, is what, the word. Oh, <laughs> I need to hear these stories. Oh, we can talk about it off the air. <laughs> yeah.
2: My <laughs> <laughs> glasses give you I think it give you like seven years. It boosts your age by like seven years, boost your IQ by like thirty.
1: Really? I might wear my glasses tomorrow. Not to boost my age, because I don't really want to look any older than I am. <laughs> but I've definitely gotten like, and and maybe this is like one of those backhanded compliments, but I've gotten it like, oh, you look really smart when you wear those. (laughs) (laughs) Then it's like, okay, do I not look smart when I wear my contacts? Am am I supposed to be offended by this? I I
2: feel like I look weird with glasses.
1: Yeah, like I said, I see you with like aviators, like the clear frames. I I totally see you, and I don't know if this is actually how you dress outside of like when you come in here, Mm -hmm. but I see you as like... Now that you have a daughter, too, mm-hmm. like the pumpkin patch dad that's wearing, like, hipster-looking outfit <laughs> with the clear-looking aviators. Wow. You put your hair into, like, a little top knot, and then you have, like, jeans with some holes in it. Nah. Are you sure? Nah.
2: I mean, that's that sounds like a little false fit. I'm not going to lie. throw a cardigan on.
1: That's what I mean. Like, this I'll is your style. Sometime.
3: Sounds like the dad version of Matt Hamilton, to be honest. Sometimes.
2: Sometimes. It just kind depends. Of. It depends. I'm I dress for the occasion. Definitely for the occasion.
1: Do you wear jeans? Do your legs fit inside of jeans?
2: Ah, it just depends. Sometimes my legs will fit and the waist is too too big. Cause I got big legs, but like I'm not gonna sit here and act like I got like a bodybuilder waist or something. But my legs are big like for the <laughs> pants size that my legs will fit in, my waist don't fit in. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a little weird. But <laughs>
3: that was the wrong hockey. Nah, <laughs>
2: Yeah, I was about to say thank you. <laughs> I must got good idea. Yeah, people hey like the thighs. Hey
1: but thighs uh, <laughs> save lives.
2: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> yeah, man. But nah, I, I, it depends on the occasion. But I like dressing relaxed. I like being relaxed. I'm not gonna lie. If it's unless it's unless it's something you know formal, kind of formal. Nah, I'm gonna be in something. Kind of formal. Yeah, I'm being something. What chill. are
1: you wearing to like a semi formal wedding?
2: Ooh, semi-formal wedding.
1: Asking because I may or may not be going to one, and I don't know what to make my husband wear. Semi-formal? Because he is very casual.
2: Semi-formal. I'm probably throw some jeans on.
1: Black jeans, maybe. Yeah, I think black the jeans. Move. Or
2: gray, dark gray. Black jeans with, like, okay. a nice shirt. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. What's a nice shirt? Is it shirt? hot or cold? It's
1: inside. It's so inside. So it doesn't matter.
2: Okay. But is it hot or cold outside? Hot. Hot. Ah yeah, I'm gonna throw some black jeans on, <laughs> probably some nice some nice shoes. So I feel like when it's semi casual, your accessories are a little nicer to like, you know, do the do the outfit up a little okay. bit. so I'm wearing some black jeans, some nice shoes for sure. Uh, a nice shirt, a nice shirt. It are, have wait to wait? Be a what are nice
1: like. shoes? Are they sneakers? Like nice sneakers? They or are they dress shoes? They could be sneakers, like okay. some
2: McQueens or something
1: what are mcqueens like alexander mcqueen
2: yeah like something like damn that.
1: how much money did you make in the nfl no no no
2: those are gifts you get good, <laughs> gifts. You get good <laughs> gifts you get good gifts you get good gifts <laughs> everything everything that i have that's expensive was a gift okay it was a gift i promise There's are some people that make a lot who of gi- money who
1: gives you gifts in
2: you know, the like NFL. your position group you do like gifts exchange oh. sometimes like some dude will just randomly the dude that's probably making the most in the position group is probably buying something for the Position group. That's what happened with me. That's how I got the McQueens.
1: Oh, there you go. Shout
2: out, shout out, my dog Shaq, man. He bought everybody some Alexander McQueens.
1: Oh, which Shaq? You.
2: uh Shaq Thompson. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I
1: didn't know yeah. if it, we were talking Shaquille O'Neal. I was like, is he like a booster <laughs> nah, of the Carolina the Panthers? Nah nah.
2: Like. nah, nah, Shaq Thompson. Okay, but yeah, keep going. Sure. You know, shirt? you wear some. Yeah, a nice shirt. It doesn't have to be a collared shirt. Like, it could just be something really nice, sleek, like a real nice shirt. uh Is he a
1: hat guy? Yes.
2: Throw, probably throw a hat on. Um, Fedora?
1: No no, <laughs> no, no. no, no, no.
2: No. Just no. a nice hat. Like something that I feel like when you I dress up I don't know if semi. you can wear a hat
1: to a wedding.
2: All right, then don't wear the hat. No hat. Uh, jewelry? Does he like jewelry?
1: Um,
2: throw the nice wedding ring on.
1: He has a Minnesota Vikings wedding ring. It's uh, just rubber. It's what? black. But you gotta you yeah.
2: don't have a he don't have a uh No, not a real one. For real? Mm. See, I got a real one. I only wear that like, you know, when you're trying special to special. Yeah, when you're trying to sp- spritz up your uh outfit a little bit. Then I'll throw I'll throw like a chain on or something. But you never had a chain out. You no, know, just, just a little <laughs> accessory. Okay. Maybe a bracelet, watch, nice watch.
1: Okay. Fashion consultant Chris War. Yeah, you heard good. it here oh, first. Yeah. So, you
2: good. You don't need to dress too much, man. You don't have to put too much on.
1: Mm. Well, uh, that was our little uh, fashion police fashion talk (laughs) for the hour. Uh, Chris, you said last week I saw a little clip of you on our social media of you and what you would say to Jordan Love to talk Mm -hmm. a little trash. Mm -hmm. I want to hear what the best cornerback in the league had to say to the best wide receiver Mm. in the league and get your take on it next. This Mm. is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.
0: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts, free, on Wisconsin On Demand, and wherever you get your podcasts. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. That tonight's gonna be a good night. Gonna be a good, good
1: Chris Orr and Molly Brown rolling on that's for Rutledge nice and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Night. Brian, if the mountains are blue, you know what to do. And that's Crush a Coors Light.
2: Ooh, that's Ooh, a nice
3: little. Does that sound, sound a nice good, good to you? Yeah, that does sound to good. Good night, crack some Coors Light. Man, I just
2: can't drink too much beer.
1: Why do you get like bloated, heavy? Yeah, I get what?
2: bloated. Yeah, I feel a little heavy.
1: Well, you don't got to, like, pound it. You can just have, like, one can. There's plenty in this fridge right here if you want some. (laughs) Chris
3: is like, there's never just one can. (laughs) Yeah, there's never just one can. (laughs)
2: That's just, like, getting a little, you know, like, a little dessert. That's my weakness. Little little slices of desserts.
1: Little slices of desserts? Like, little, like, cheesecakes and stuff?
2: Yeah, like a little cube. You know what I'm talking about? Like, a little cube of cheesecake. Like, it's not a full slice. It's just a little.
1: Ooh, do you know that feeling after you eat, like, one full piece of cheesecake Mm. like when you go to the cheesecake factory and you're Mm. like i really want this cheesecake but like i'm gonna get this slice you get that flavor Mm. and like we all have Mm. cheesecake we all have our own and then as you're eating you're like yeah i'm probably gonna explode
2: yeah that's i just like the i like the regular the original cheesecake
1: oh interesting i don't even know the name of that
2: i make i know there's a name
1: i make a really good cheesecake i'm not gonna lie for real yeah how you make cheesecake what do you mean? How do you make it? I don't know how to make cheesecake. Uh, well, it's a process. It, it's like, it's a little bit more intricate. It's not hard though. Yeah. Maybe next time that you're in, mm. uh, not tomorrow, but another time. It's <laughs> more I'll time make to your prep cheese- the ingredients, <laughs> I <would laughs> say. Well, you got to like put it in the fridge for like a certain amount of time uh, yeah. and like all that. So next yeah. time that I know that I'm going to be on the show with you, mm-hmm. I will bring you in cheesecake. Yes. yes. I will. Because it is good. Except I make like a raspberry one. So it has like a little bit of or Ooh. strawberry. I've done raspberry strawberry. and I've done strawberry. My strawberry. husband's is strawberry. That's yeah, his favorite. Yeah,
2: me too. Okay. Strawberry. Okay, I'll strawberry you. Strawberry cake, up. strawberry ice cream, strawberry milkshake. Hey, you're a flavor. strawberry
1: guy. Yeah. Best well, flavor. I think it's kind best of flavor. Ooh, what best do you? Flavor. Wait, what? Okay, maybe this is okay. our Iron Jack poll question. Ooh.
3: <laughs> what is the
1: best flavor? Strawberry for you? Strawberry. I say mint or lemon. Mint. It depends what we're talking about. Mint or lemon. So I don't and, like mint. So
3: if you're saying flavor, just for like on any food or dessert flavor.
1: Ah. Dessert.
3: Let's say yeah. dessert cake. flavor. It's got to be dessert. Yeah, cake. Cake. Yeah. Well, don't want it to apply just to cake because it could be yeah, ice cream. Yeah. Could yeah. be, like you said, the could dessert Could be
1: donuts. Cake. Like donuts. lemon-filled donuts, the best. That's
2: pretty good. That's good. Lemon, yeah. I like lemon. But it's not above strawberry.
1: Mm, yeah, it is. What? Yep. It what? is.
2: Yes. You got to get, uh, excuse me, you got go yeah, to go to GG's Cupcake.
1: Am, I'm not going to lie. When you burp before, I definitely smelled it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst. When you breathe in somebody else's burp. The <laughs>
0: worst. <laughs>
2: Man, you got to go to Gigi's Cupcakes. Okay. Get the strawberry cupcake. Okay. I'm telling you, it's going to change your life. Oh,
0: that
1: was it? Yeah, it's
0: oh, going
2: <laughs> to change your mind. Okay. It's going to change your mind. It's going to change your mind for sure. Strawberry cupcake or anywhere like a strawberry milkshake?
1: Well, okay, yeah, but like I'm not going to get a lemon flavored milkshake. That's where like the mint comes in where I'm like, I'm going to get... Mint milkshake. well
2: oh, even a strawberry donut, strawberry cake
1: strawberry donut. Strawberry donut that doesn't even exist. What?
2: <laughs> yes, really strawberry exist. strawberry cake donut. Strawberry cake donut. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: I will for maybe sure. go out searching for it. Ryan, do you have a nomination of a good flavor that is your favorite?
3: I mean, I don't know if this is really a flavor, but at least oh. when it comes to ice cream, when it comes to cake, like cookies and cream, mm. anything. I mean, that mint chocolate chip. If mint chocolate chip counts. Cookies and cream cows. Y'all
1: like mint? I yeah, I, like I mint. love yes.
3: mint. I don't
2: like oh, mint. mint. I don't chocolate? like mint oh. chocolate. I like mint.
1: Mint ice mint. cream cake. Oh, oh
2: i not had ice that. cream
1: cake. Ice cream. Mint I've ice cream. Mint ice cream cake. That sounds bomb.
2: Like mint chocolate ice cream or just oh. mint?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, like there's chocolate in it. Yeah. I mean, either one, I would yeah, take I don't it.
2: No, I feel like mint and chocolate contradict each other.
1: What? Haven't you ever had one of those Andy's candies? Yep,
2: I've had it and those are the I best. Like I don't like it. What? Mm-mm.
1: So, what are our options? What is the best? What is the best dessert flavor? So, yeah.
3: I, I'm writing the poll right now. I'm thinking strawberry. We mm-hmm. gotta have. What did you say? Lemon, right? Yeah, lemons on there. Mint, mint chocolate. chocolate, mint chocolate chip, and then we got. We could throw a fourth one more in on there. Oh, what's our fourth? Hmm. Ooh, like a cookie dough. Cookie dough. Okay. Yeah, cookie. That, yeah, oh. there we Wait. Go.
1: Should we just ask? Oh, but then, like, lemon's not an ice cream. What's well, like a? It's
3: true. These There's are also lemon. different. There's lemon ice cream, I would say.
1: Well, there probably is, but There's that's like sherbet
2: lemon. Yeah, sherbet. Sherbet,
1: sherbert,
3: good, good.
2: Good. good <laughs> sherbet. good.
1: Okay, so we've got lemon, strawberry, mint chocolate chip, and cookie dough. Which cookie is nose. the best dessert flavor? That is our Iron Jack poll question today. Cookie don't even know how good. we stumbled upon into this. I don't but know
2: I, how either.
3: I don't Co- know how You're talking about Coors Light, I think? I don't know. Oh, yeah, we like Get, Coors getting Light stuffed.
1: Because you're talking yeah, about getting stuffed yeah, on yeah, beer, yeah, getting yeah. stuffed on cheesecake, yeah. Yeah. all yeah. that good stuff.
2: Yeah. Mm. I'm trying to expand my beer palette. so if y'all out there, man, go ahead and mention me. Let me know what type of beers you're are good You're trying to expand
3: there. your beer palette. You might yeah. need to make your way to Lake Louis. I was going to say. We, I, like,
2: I like IPAs, though.
1: We've got some... Uh, beer from our lovely friends at Coors Light and Frank mm. in the price closet. So if you want to go take a little gander during the commercial break, you definitely can. Oh. Which, by the way, tune in at two forty five. That is right now. <laughs> Holy cow, I didn't realize it was two forty five. We are giving mm. away some beer for throwback thursday throwback thursday i want to hear a throwback thursday story from you Uh next segment Uh but i I, just to get your mind kind of going so you can think of your best one i want to hear some of your best throwback training camp stories that could be Mm. from being a badger that could be from the carolina panthers Mm. that could be anything so get to thinking on that but i want to tell you that it is throwback thursday right now so caller number what number Four? Four. four? four. Four. Caller number four. You will win a case of Lake Louie beer, the famous Badger Club Amber, and the new Lil Louis American Lager. Lil Louis isn't an over-the-top craft. It's a crisp and refreshing American lager that satisfies the thirst of everyone seeking that classic American style. Lil Louis also pairs great with the classic Badger Club Amber, an easy-drinking lager for easygoing folks. Right now. Caller number 4, 844-770-3776. 844-770-3776. Caller number 4, you win a case of Lake Louie. We will dive into Chris's throwback Thursday story next. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.
0: You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt.
2: I know I got to be right now. Cause I can't get much longer. Man, I've been waiting all night, man. That's how long I've been on ya. I need you right Let's now. I need you right now. Let's go lost tonight. Throwback
1: Thursday continues on Rutledge and Hamilton. Thursdays might be the best day of the week. For the show. You get free. Mm. We get to give away free beer, which is yeah. great. Mm. And then Thursdays with Chris Orr, we're going to hear a throwback Thursday story. Oh, yeah. A training camp story. Maybe yeah. this should be like uh, like every time that you're on the show, we just have it. Ooh. Hopefully it lands on a Thursday. But then every week we mm. just get like a throwback Thursday story mm. from whatever's happening.
3: Story time with Chris Orr. That'd be Orr. dope. I
2: love it. Heck That'd yeah. Be That'd be dope. We need to do that. Put, Put it in. Well, I think it's kind of dope. Kind of
1: dumb. <laughs> Uh So we teased it a little bit earlier, though, that we are going to get a little bit of a training camp story from mm-hmm. you. I know that you've talked to us a little bit about training camp before. You talked mm-hmm. about uh, some of the relations that you have in Baltimore mm-hmm. for training camp, and that one still sticks out to me with the whole film, and mm-hmm. people get their phones taken away. <laughs> uh, we talked about that a little bit yesterday on Rutledge and Hamilton. I talked about that with Strove. Um, but no, I'm just curious. Like, what yeah. are... What are some of the best memories slash mm. things that come to mind when you think of your days in training camp? Like we were mm. just talking a little bit in the break about uh, the Badgers, quote unquote, training camp that they mm. had down at UW Platteville a couple weeks ago. Yep. And I mean, I don't know. I'm curious about any of your time at UW, mm. in Carolina, anything. Give us your mm. best ones.
2: Oh, all right. I have ooh, I have a few to be honest. There's a lot. Obviously,
1: we have a lot of time. So it's okay. do you
2: want to? All right. I'll do a funny one. I'll do kind of like a sad one, and then I'll do a I'll do a fight.
1: Oh, right. okay.
2: So, <laughs> the funniest training camp story that I probably have is my rookie year in uh, Carolina. We had an O line, D line, hot dog eating contest, and that side of the ball that won. So the rookie D lineman won. Then the defense didn't have to show up until like 3 p.m. Wow! But the offense had to be there like 10 in the morning. It, maybe it wasn't three, maybe it was like two, something like that. But they had to be there at like 10. And I mean, we all did the same stuff at the end of the day. But you just got to sleep in. So our rookies got up there <laughs> and they had a bin full of hot dogs. Oh gross. With no bun. No bun. So it was just the it was just a hot dog like wieners. They had they had sauce, but it was no bun. And, man, I think... I Sauce, think the, like
1: ketchup, mustard? Yeah, like
2: you could put ketchup, mustard, like relish. I think somebody had like barbecue sauce, whatever. And... Uh,
1: <laughs> I think I want to throw up already. Yeah, Keep going. Yeah, it sounds
2: disgusting. And um, I want to say the hot dogs was boiled. And I don't know how anybody else feel out there, but to me, boiled hot dogs, disgusting. They got to be grilled. They got to be
1: grilled. I mean, I'm fine with a boiled hot dog, but I'm like fine, I don't go to... too many. Yeah, like... I mean, how many grilled wieners can you? I mean, grilled. Oh, okay.
3: <laughs> wow, Molly, get your head out of the gutter there. <laughs> oh,
1: so it's okay when he says it?
3: Well, look what you did to him. I mean, you knew it. You know what kind of reaction I was <laughs> you gonna know, get. You do
2: it? No,
1: never. Nah,
2: I, I mean, I'm just saying the flavor, the flavor is better on a grill than a uh, uh, than coming out of boiling pot. 100%. so we had so we had the competition right d-line one, i think some i think the most somebody ate was like 15 or something like that
1: 15 hot dogs
2: yeah he's a big man he's big man and like it was like a whole thing like we had a shorter like uh director player ops there and uh he dressed up i don't know if y'all remember the little short like boss on the incredibles
3: Oh man. So he
2: dressed up like that and like gave all of them like a big introduction. It was it was really fun. It was it was dope. Defense won, but right after the event, you know, we were done for the day. So we go back to the locker room. The
1: event. So Is yeah. Is we <laughs> the eating
2: <laughs> Right after the match.
1: Right after the food fight.
2: Man, they were all in the locker room throwing up, uh, crying.
1: Crying like
2: holding their stomachs. Yeah, I guess it was just it was really, it was a really painful experience. So, that's one of my training camp stories. Defense won, by the way, and we were able to come in a little later.
1: But you didn't participate.
2: No, no, it was just the linemen. Thankfully, so
1: thankfully. I, I don't think that you can, I don't think thankfully. that you can like brag about it because you I can't didn't count do that. It. Okay, all right. No, 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 no. I'm saying you can count that story. Oh, okay. But okay. you're saying, yeah, defense won. We won. We won. Yeah, no, we no, won. no. You didn't win. Your line I won for there, you.
2: I was in there cheering. When does a team lose as a team?
1: Right, like,
3: come on, it's right,
0: come on. Sure. Maybe that's, that's why I'm like,
1: not—I was never in the NFL. Man, that's like—that's <laughs>
2: like when we be talking about uh, when I tell people about the Big Ten and the SEC, and we talk about the bowl games. They say, "Oh, but we we had some people sitting out." End of the day, Auburn Tigers lost to the Wisconsin Badgers, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Anyway, my my next story. How, uh,
1: wait, how many hot dogs do you think that you could eat?
2: Me? Yeah. What's the time frame?
1: Well, what was the time frame for that competition? I
2: don't know. I think they had like 15 minutes.
1: Okay, let's say 15 minutes you got.
2: 15 minutes. No bun?
1: No bun. Bum- do, the exact oh, no. same rule as what you just told uh, us. With- I'm,
2: I might get through four or five.
1: But do you say that only because you saw guys like dying in the locker room?
2: I just feel like I'm going to start feeling sick. You can see them start feeling sick. Like They, <laughs> they was getting pale. Oh they were gosh. just chewing, I was like, oh man, the you know hot dogs like they got that they got what? that twang on them
1: That twang, yeah what, man what twang
2: you know hot dogs got that little funk to them. <laughs> you do, know you know what I'm talking do, about they got do, a little funk to them.
1: do you remember that that picture of that like uh truck last year that like crashed on the side of the road that was filled with hot dog filler
0: oh. do you remember that oh
1: do you remember that no oh i'm gonna find the picture it's up, up nasty here? not here oh, but like I um was about to
2: say man come no on, it man.
1: wasn't like the oscar meyer wiener truck <laughs> it, was like, it was like an actual like semi that carried like the contents of oh. hot dogs let me find oh. it
3: chris do yeah. you, have, you have a non-food related story yeah i China got a non-food
2: team. one man this one's sad this one's sad so my rookie year me and uh there was this backer from florida I don't want to say his name.
1: Wait, hold on. Can I just say, I tried Googling hot dog truck crashes and...
2: Oscar Mario Wiener trucks. No,
1: it says Google turned on safe search (laughs) blurring. Like the screen is blurred. I have never experienced this. Your Google searches are blurred because they don't want you to see the contents of uh, the inside of hot dogs.
3: All I'm seeing on your computer right now, Molly, is naked wieners. Just uh, (laughs) just all naked wieners. (laughs) (laughs)
1: boiled or grilled uncovered (laughs) man for the record I did not say that yeah look at this (laughs) isn't that gross that's the feeling google it people if you're at home google it Uh, oh my goodness semi truck crashes crash spills 15,000 pounds of hot dog filler
2: man I know that that little scene right there yeah stank that was a nasty scene that was a nasty (laughs) scene they probably had people throwing up all around there but yeah all right
1: okay sad story this I'm story
2: sorry. is a little sad so <laughs> all throughout camp so people don't know when you're in the when you're in the working man's nfl you know when you're when you're in the working man's nfl you go to sometimes and this was covid so we had to be spaced out so we had like five different locker rooms there was like the main one but there was probably only like 20 something people in there and then there was like an auxiliary room that had like Maybe eight more lockers and another one with like 10 and another one with like 12. So I'm in one of the auxiliary room uh, lockers, right? And me and like four other backers are in there. We're all rookies. And it was like every other day one of us was falling. One of us was getting cut. The Reaper was coming to get one of us. (laughs) And it got down to just us last two. It was me and and another guy. He, He went to the University of Florida and every day he used to come in and joke and be like man they got me they got me man i'm like nah bro like for real he's like nah man i'm just playing i'm just playing and he would say it like after practice sometimes in the morning like right as we see each other and i'm like bro you need to stop playing like that bro i say, you need to stop playing because that tongue hold a lot of power bro mm-hmm. stop stop talking like that so then one day we're having a uh scrimmage and they're like, yeah, this is going to be a big scrimmage. Like, we're going to let the young guys, like, play. Like, you're going to play a lot. Like, y'all need to hydrate, whatever. So it's the morning of that scrimmage. And he come in, and he like, man, they got me. And I'm like, whatever, bro. Like, stop playing, whatever. And it turns out they, they got really him. got him. Like, he was really, he really got cut. And oh, it was a sad day because we get to the, like, people don't know this. When you get to, like, your meetings or whatever, a lot of times your coach doesn't even know that somebody got cut. Oh, really? Yeah, like, coaches, like, they have kind of a say in the final cut. Maybe if it's just like, yeah, like, this guy's better. He's a better player than him or whatever. But at the end of the day, the decision is on the GM. Now, I think that's different at a few places. Like, I don't know, maybe in New England, like, Coach Belichick has, like, more more to say and probably Coach Reed. Like, in certain places, you know. The head coach has a little more to say, but the position coaches have like absolutely nothing to do with it. So we get to the meeting and our coach is like, man, like Dave is, I'm just going to say Dave, Dave is, uh, Dave's late. Like we got to find him. And we're like, nah, coach, Dave got cut. And he had no idea. Like didn't even say bye to him, none of that. Yeah, no, like. Yeah, man, it was a sad day. It was a sad day. Then we had the scrimmage, whatever. So yeah, it was a sad day. And then what's crazy is what people don't. Then the other side of that is when I saw him get cut, and then they bring another dude in, and you're like, damn, like
1: they're gonna take my spot. Yeah, this
2: dude's like a like they bring somebody in, you're like, oh man, yeah, he's a nine year vet. Like he didn't play for four teams. He got eight credited seasons. Like you're like, damn, all right, I need to, I need to be on my, I need to be on my stuff in this in this scrimmage or whatever. So that's another story. Third story I'll have is when... uh,
1: Third story we're going to get to next. Oh, my bad. Sorry. This just,
2: one is a fight. You just tell
1: great stories. I know. He does. This I'm one's sorry. A fight. I got to cut you oh, off, but
2: yeah.
3: Perfect.
1: I know. I want to yeah. hear about this because there have, was it, who are the Buccaneers? Buccaneers going against the Jets in joint practice this week? Aaron Rodgers team.
3: Yeah, the Jets. Didn't, got to a fight? Didn't have a, no, actually, they canceled day two of joint practices because apparently there was too much fighting on day one. Oh, wow. Aaron
1: Rodgers threw punches, allegedly. No, I'm just what? kidding. Uh, I, I was was made say, what?
0: <laughs> he better get out of there. Look at that.
1: They're showing him right say, now. He better get out of there, man. Molly <laughs> oh, hey, Brown's just <laughs> Fake news. Uh, we will hear your fight story mm-hmm. from training camp, part of Throwback Thursday next. This is Route and Hamilton presented by Coors Light.